Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In session on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Pizza's court, that is. Mama mia. My talk and Team Cobra present. The best pizza night ever. That was the worst pizza I ever had. The Pizza's Court. Pizza, where's pizza? Where pizza's judged. Mmm. In court. Get it? Pizza's Court? Um. Do I have to say this? Uh, yes. (sighs) With the Honorable Judge Topner presiding. (sighs) Somebody hit the Audible eye roll for me, will you? Oh, jeez. Yes, you're probably smelling a little deja vu over here on the Colleen and Bradley show because it was just yesterday we brought People's Court, Pizza's Court rather, into session. And we're doing it again! But this time, it's Breakfast Pizza's Court. Good morning. What is this Midwestern monstrosity known as Casey's Beer Cheese Breakfast Pizza? Why? Like, what about beer cheese says breakfast? Well, only in the Midwest, probably Wisconsin, but also Minnesota, Northern Illinois, etc. Okay, so I saw this over at the takeout that uh, our good friends over at Casey's, because, you know, people love the Casey's uh, pizza, the gas station pizza. Yeah, and they do have a good regular breakfast pizza. I will say that they are the fifth largest pizza chain in the United States. So uh, Casey's ain't not nothing. And in fact, I'm surprised by that uh, to celebrate. I think uh, there are 21 years of delivering uh, breakfast pizza, etc. They have decided to celebrate it with the most Midwestern concoction. Concoction? Can we call it that? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's my opinion. Uh, by making a ultimate beer cheese breakfast za topped with beer cheese sauce, smoky bacon. What? Smoky. <laughs> What did you think I said? Smucky bacon. Smucky bacon, <laughs> savory sausage, ham, fluffy scrambled eggs, onions, green peppers, uh, mozzarella, and cheddar cheese. Again. Does it come with an ambulance ride? Right, my God. It also just sounds like how many cheeses can you put on this right? thing? Mozzarella cheddar cheese. That's in addition to the beer cheese sauce and the three meats because it's bacon, sausage, and... What was the other thing I said? Ham. 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 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so what what say you and feel free to join us 651-641-1071. Otherwise, we're just going to have pizza chat for the entire segment, which is fine. But what say you, Colleen, of the ultimate breakfast cheese or excuse me, beer, cheese, breakfast, pizza, courtesy of Casey's General Stores. Okay, so here's what I will tell you. I, I, I think the breakfast pizza is an unsung hero of pizza dumb. Oh, I wish that... I don't know that I've ever had a technically a, a, a breakfast, breakfast pizza. pizza. Yeah. A good breakfast pizza is delicious. And Casey's has a decent breakfast pizza. And I only know that from a friend of mine who evangelized it to me, and I fully tried it and loved it. However, the the thing that's getting me stuck is the beer cheese on some anything that's called breakfast. Yeah. No thanks. And then that's that's going to be some heartburn to start your day. And I, I'm not here for it. And a lot of it sounds gross to me. Well, to me, it just sounds like way too much over the top. Now, I will say that, defi- like, I would try this. Like, I would totally try it, just like anything. I mean, unless it had, like, doo-doo or, like... Which I didn't hear that in the ingredient the list. The bar is low. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, like, my pizza bar is pretty low. You know, like, I can think of all sorts of weird things that I would try on pizza and have tried on pizza, including, but not limited to, chocobica pizza, mm-hmm. which is chocolate, chips, and bacon. Mm-hmm. And, and mozzarella cheese. that was actually cheese. really good. Um, but chocolate pizza. So, uh, like my 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 pizza bar is very low. My pan, if you will, is very or my crust <laughs> is very thin when it comes to the things that I will put on a pizza. Um, but the beer cheese kind of rules it out for me because I hate beer cheese. Mm-hmm. Hate it. There's like a tang situation. And not a good tang. Not yeah. the kind of the tang gang likes. Yeah, Mm-mm. exactly. No, it's my tang gang. <laughs> Your pickle people. My pickle peeps. <laughs> pickle posse, dear. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Pickle posse and the tang gang. We're fine with tangerang, but um, not not no beer not, cheese. Not the beer tang. Like whenever I see beer cheese soup, I'm like, first of all, that's not a soup. That's called cheese dip. Mm-hmm. Second of all, and you can fool yourself. It's fine. I mean, I, you know, like to... To just eat an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's and think I had a serving of ice cream, mm-hmm. um, so I'm not I'm not unfamiliar with denial. But beer cheese is gross, and it's got it's just it's got that thing. In also, it. it's a sauce, so this is just going over yeah, the pizza, which is already festooned with two kinds of cheese mm-hmm. and four kinds of meat. So I don't know. Yeah, oh. let's go to the phones because Jeremy's got a thought. Oh, Hi, good. Jeremy. Jeremy. Hey, where are you on the uh, ultimate beer cheese breakfast pizza at Casey's? Well, I tried it the other day, oh. and I got a pizza that was fresh out of the oven. And? And the, the topping combination is excellent, <gasps> but it really doesn't taste like beer cheese. It tastes more like the original sauce they put on the breakfast pizza than it does like beer cheese. Oh, what does that mean? So just kind of like a va- vaguely cheesy sauce? Yeah, yeah. I really I, I love beer cheese dip. Yeah, but this really did not taste at all like beer cheese. Oh, okay. I also like that you call it beer cheese dip. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. He's no, that's good, that's good to know. I feel like you're qualified to make this judgment, Jeremy. I have a question: yeah. better yeah. or or the same or not as good as their regular breakfast pizza? I would say it's just a little bit better because of the combination of what they put on it. Now okay. tastes better than the regular, so. I would get this new one over the old one. Is the more meats? Is more meats the like also a like something that sets it apart from the regular? Um, 
I honestly don't know. I just know that it tasted different than huh. the normal because of the uh, onion and green pepper and okay. uh, the extra cheeses that they put on it. Yeah. So it does taste a little bit more smoky. You know, with that, if you get more of that smoky bacon flavor. Okay, I, I do love good smoky bacon. Oh, that's true. Smoky bacon. Jeremy, yeah. thank so. you very much thank for you. that firsthand account. I also have to say I'm not a fan of onions nor green peppers on my pizza. I don't like green peppers. Onions all day, but green peppers taint everything. Yeah. Well, I'm taint not yeah. being the operative word there. I'm taint gonna eat them. I can tell you that right now. Um, but, but I ju- allow me to just make this final plea to all pizza places to incorporate more breakfast pizza into the world because I do love it. That felt like too much to me. Yeah. But I again, thank you to Jeremy for weighing in on that. What constitutes a breakfast pizza? I think versus eggs. pizza. I think the eggs. No marinara. So um, if it doesn't yeah. have eggs, then it's not breakfast pizza. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm just asking. I don't know either. I, I think it's like a usually a breakfast pizza has like some sort of either cheese sauce or a cream sauce. Yeah. And then the eggs. I feel and like the you bacon. say breakfast, it's got to have eggs on it, right? That's how I like feel about life. Breakfast quiche, eggs, breakfast panini, there's probably eggs. A breakfast Sammy, got to have eggs on that. Yeah. Can we cleanse the palate? Oh, with? I would love to. Oh! Free pizza? Hey. No! A pair of tickets to Boy Band Christmas at Ooh, Mystic Showroom yay. Wednesday, December 21st I'll at 8 p.m. Yeah, I mean, take a slice of that. When you go and see a Boy Band Christmas, 651-641-1071, caller number seven is going to get a pair of tickets to this concert. Now, who's in the Boy Band Christmas band? It's Jeff Timmons, Drew Lachey, and Justin Jeffrey from 98 Degrees, Jamie Jones from All for One, Eric Michael Estrada from O-Town, and Ryan Cabrera. Oh, my You're God. Getting this all the fun. styled hair, sun designer sunglasses, and sleeve tattoos that your heart desires, all while serenading to your favorite pop Christmas classic. Oh my gosh, this sounds like so much fun. 651-641-1071. Caller number what is the big wiener? Seven. Caller number seven, congratulations. And when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Chambers has broken her silence. She has opened the Chambers of Secrets. We're going to talk about what she's talking about when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, the former wife of Army Hammer has uh, decided to speak up for the first time on the Colleen and Bradley, not on the Colleen and Bradley show, but we're going to talk about it on the Colleen and Bradley show. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. And Elizabeth Chambers has, uh, has spoken. Exclusive. I saw this earlier uh, this morning. The E! News cover story, Elizabeth Chambers is ready to comment. So I was excited. And of course, Elizabeth Chambers, I was like, who's talking? It's Elizabeth Chambers in oh. the background. Anyway, she... Uh, This is her first interview in more than two years following the controversy surrounding her, well, now ex-husband. I don't know if they're formally divorced yet, but uh, Army Hammer, uh, you know, after all that nastiness. And we can go into detail on what that really was, but essentially gross Mm -hmm. behavior, uh, alleged sexual assault. There's a whole documentary about it. But we haven't heard anything from her, like literally zero. So I thought, okay, this is interesting. Are we going to learn stuff? So let's listen to a little bit. Now, it's a 10-minute interview. I will give her credit. She did like a full, you know, exclusive interview. Uh, This wasn't just a couple of sound bites. Um, We're not going to play the whole thing, obviously, but I do think we can play a little bit. Um, And I want you 
Well, I just want you to listen uh, to Elizabeth Chambers speaking for the first time in more than two years following Army Hammer's uh, downfall, essentially. I describe myself as very focused and very clear and healed, honestly. Like, obviously, we're never fully, you know, 100%. It's a process, and it has been a process. I feel like I'm in a really, really good space and the best mom I can be. So I'm really focused on the next chapter. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you, in the past two years specifically, sat down and processed everything that has occurred? Definitely I processed everything that occurred in the last two years. I don't think it was as, you know, simple as, or clearly defined as sitting down. It was, you know, a, a, a sound healing, a breakthrough with writing intentions, burning things, putting into the ocean, having prayer by myself, having beach walks with my kids, having too much wine with my friends. Like, it is all of that, right? Like, it's not just like sitting down and journaling. It's it's like whatever you need at that time and realizing that you're gonna honor that. And it was setting boundaries with people whom I thought I could trust. All right, you know? so we could go on and you could listen to that, but did you hear anything specific in there? No. <laughs> As relates to the thing we know actually happened. Now, if you didn't, yeah. if you showed up to this interview and were like, oh, I wonder what she's speaking yeah. about, you'd be very confused because right. for most of this interview, there are no specifics. Now, I will give credit and, and don't worry, there's another clip coming. But I, uh, but most of what you've heard so far does not reference Army Hammer, his uh, alleged sexual abuse allegations, his cannibalism. Him? Did you hear the words Army no. Hammer at all? Actually, can I just uh, like I assume that that's Juliana Rancic. That's no. no, it's not. It sounded like her. No, in um, fact, uh, let's see. It is. I'll find out who that okay, is. Okay, so it's some you know some E Francesca Amaker. Okay, so Francesca Amaker. You, I mean, she's present, but the music in the background. I feel like I think I'm listening to. Somebody talk about their new cosmetic line or a new line of um, gym clothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it given what we know about what Army Hammer allegedly did to many women. Yeah. And things that were made public that were extremely troubling. She does. When I heard you say Elizabeth Chambers was interviewed. I imagined something more along the lines of what Gail King or Oprah might do. Yeah. And sit down and ask some like pointed Arnie questions. Like Hammer was alleged to want to eat people. Did he ever ask to eat you? Can I also just say, if my... Soon, <laughs> Don't you mean know, to make light of that. Well, but she sort of did. And I, I, she didn't. But the way that she talks about how she processed the last couple years which also included allegations that her husband was, quote, definitely 100% cannibal. You know, she's like, I took walks on the beach and hung out with friends and drank too much wine and did some sound therapy. I don't know. Yeah, it's very vague, right? It's It's not only vague, it just sounds like she read an article about how to take time for yourself. Yeah. Okay, so good. We're on the same page. Now, I want, I do want, in fairness, to play a second clip. And Holly, if you would uh, roll that beautiful bean footage. Again, this is Elizabeth Chambers in her first sit-down interview after two years of uh, swirling allegations about her ex, Army Hammer. 
not plan on seeing it. And I did. Oh, wait, sorry. Can you just pause that real quick? She is referencing, forgot to tell you. The documentary. Okay. The the Francesca actually asks her, did you watch the documentary? Okay. Came home and watched it with my support system around me. It was obviously heartbreaking on so many levels and very painful. But at the same time, it exists. And I think we need to take this moment as a moment to listen and to learn. You know, that's all we can do, right? Were you surprised by anything you saw? I definitely, I definitely was surprised, but um, you know, I think that's to be expected. It didn't feel great, especially when you feel like you have done that work. But I mean, the moral of the story is the work is never done, right? Were you reached out in regards to the documentary at all? I was. Yeah, they reached out several times. I consider myself a feminist, and at the end of the day, like, I also stand in solidarity with anyone who has been a victim of any sort and hope that they find that healing as well. There is always hope for anybody, no matter what. All right, so we can stop there because we don't have a lot of time. But I do just want to say, like, she's saying all the boilerplate, like, publicist things you would Mm -hmm. want your client to say. Like, I stand with women. I listen to victims. We honor their stories. But there is not one specific in there of, like, Mm -mm. I knew what they were talking about. I was aware of these allegations. Or I wasn't, right? Right. There is none of that next level questioning going on. Like, Did you know about any of this? Right. Were any of these allegations new to you? Right. I'll just say perhaps one could do some digging on crazydaysandnights.net. Oh. Oh, okay. You're saying there's some blind items about this? There's gossip. Okay. Also, I do just want to say that spa, that vibrant spa music in the background was not helping it doesn't make it doesn't seem to have the same tenor of the seriousness that's required for the story when we come back on the colleen and bradley show dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid after this on my talk 1071 your uncle's talk radio station this is where talk is fun my talk 1071 everything entertainment Dumb people doing dumb things. We're here to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Sometimes other places. Like? Florida! Florida! I want to tell you about Taylor Beverly. He's a 23-year-old resident of Tampa. You could call him a tampon. Uh... But I digress. The motorcyclist in question, that is him, led cops on a high-speed chase. 
That is not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. Why am I wasting your time with this story? Well, it's because when he was uh, collared, as the the website says, Thursday evening, he was fleeing or eluding a, a charge in connection with a, a chase apparently last year. So in addition to time oh, behind he's bars. he's a serial speeder. He got his driver's license suspended, blah, blah, blah. But none of this is crazy, stupid, idiot. None of this is crazy, stupid, idiot status. So what about his fleeing on a motorcycle hmm. uh, was... Crazy, stupid, idiot worthy, do you think? What what quality did his uh, high-speed chase mm. have? Or I should say, what about it? He was naked. No, he was not naked, but good guess, good guess. Um, not because it's close to the truth, it's just, you know. I mean, you it would totally be dumb. see that, right? Um, no, it's in fact why he did this. Why he fled. Yep. Because... He had drugs in his booty. No, he did not. Also would be a a very good guess. That is not why he was not fleeing. He was trying to impress someone. Ah, a lady. He was trying to impress a lady. In fact, Uh the very lady who was a passenger on his motorcycle. Oof. Uh, No, thanks. In fact, a lady who was on a first date. No. With Taylor Beverly. In fact, he said he was trying to impress, or rather, trying to, quote, show off for the female passenger with whom he was on a first date with. I just feel like I want men to know a couple things. For the most part, there are two things that don't really impress women nearly as much as you'd like for them to. Speeding on your motorcycle... Yeah. It's one, and your wiener's the other one. Oh, okay. I'm just going to be honest. Motorcycles and wieners. You're more you're more excited about those things than probably the lady that you're keeping company. It's yeah. fine. Well, and, and to put a finer point on that, uh, what happened was he blew a red light in front of a squad car. That's when police began chasing mm. him on his 2017 Suzuki, which weaved in and out of traffic while running additional lights and traveled well over 100 miles an hour. Meanwhile, his passenger, the lady in question that he's on a first date with, was, quote, screaming at him to stop. Mm -hmm. But he refused, referring uh, to Beverly and the woman. A cop noted this was their first date. So literally, he's like, oh, it'll be fine. And she's like, oh, my God, stop. I think I know how this ended. It was the last date also. Probably, yeah. yeah. Also, he was arrested in April for allegedly slapping and strangling an ex-girlfriend. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Better to find <laughs> out now. I don't need now. to laugh, but it's like you always know there is going to be more to this story mm-hmm. than you first read. And in fact, that is the case with this particular tale. Mm-hmm. I digress. <sighs> Where are we going uh, next? We're going to Washington, D.C. Oh, our nation's capital. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you a story, and there's parts of this that are sad, but we're not going to oh, talk great. about the sad parts. We're just going to talk about the weird parts. Okay. So there's a house on the market. It's a beautiful home in Washington, D.C., in an area. Uh, I don't know what the area is. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Columbia Heights, D.C., not Minnesota. And uh, it's a row house. It's about, it's on the market for $664,500. It's a nice house, but it comes with something special. Okay. 
And that's the seller's cousin. What? He lives in the house. Deep in the listing for this house, it says the following, written by the realtor. Seller's cousin lives in the house. Arrangements are being made to get him out of the property. He may prove tough to allow entry. It is the buyer's responsibility to evict him if possible. Um, is it like I, a gremlin or something? Or like a body? Like, that's what I thought you were going to say. Like, he, they found mm, a body in the house? No? no. Okay. No, I mean, it's a body, but it's a live body. And it doesn't want to leave the house. It's not a ghost. I feel it's like a real live human. That's something you can put on the buyer? So, you know what's interesting about that is I, I thought... I thought the same thing. That's, but there is apparently there's some precedent for this because there's another story uh, out of Fairfax County where a former housekeeper lived in the basement and they sold the house for $800,000 with the housekeeper still living in the basement. And then they did have to evict her. Like she came with the house and then they evicted her. So apparently there's some sort of precedent for this. But I just, I'm not, I feel like drop the price, first of all. Yeah. Like also, we got Dale that's coming not to the an, house. That's not an enhancement. Well, or you just put that, like, unique opportunity. Right. right. Like, unique, uh, like, uh, I don't know, adoption opportunity. or Like, like you got to frame it in that that way where you know it's it seems like a great thing like right? you're gonna want this opportunity like, for you know like on-site <laughs> handyman right oh. yeah right may or may not actually be handy yeah but he's a man or helpful yeah and he's got hands <laughs> i mean can you even i don't so, know what i wonder heck? how that's gonna go for the seller it's probably not gonna go well or the buyer. Again, these are things that when you buy a and house. And is he there like when, when you do the tour? When yeah, you do he's the open there. House? He's there. He's apparently he's got some mobility stuff and he's on the elderly side and they're having difficulty apparently getting him to leave. And again, I just I feel like everything's negotiable. And when you buy a home, you know, there are certain things you're like, yeah, I want the seller to take care of this, that, and the other thing, and then I will take care of this, that, and the other thing. And I feel like getting rid of the tenant is going to go back on the seller. Yeah, I would just say I'm. Uh, I'll buy your house, but not with that guy. Yeah, yeah. So, noticing, so figure that out, please. On the paint listing. the trim and get rid of the you know cousin, the cousin. No interior photographs. Are vi- a weird how of that course. works. That's always hmm. a great sign, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a very cute house. I, mean, I also love when there's no house. exterior photos of a home. You're like, mm. yeah. Okay. This one does have exterior photos. But no interior, which means it could be a hoarder house. And no pictures of the cousin. Okay. That would be really funny if they just showed like a guy on the couch. Right? Ed, what are you going to do? Ed comes with the house. Yeah. You have to get rid of him. Four bedrooms, two bathrooms. I mean, that's a good, that's a nice. For how much? It's um and it's in DC six hundred sixty four thousand five hundred dollars on this adorable I mean it's an adorable street of row houses and it's a pink one which that's fun <laughs> not with a stranger living in it but it's not no I don't think it would be worth it uh, that's my real estate advice for you today oh thanks where are we going next Bradley we are going to Beyond Meat headquarters oh. Yeah, um, and I, th- I I think this took place in Arkansas, but I want to tell you about the COO of Beyond Meat. Mm-hmm. 
because he is our crazy, stupid idiot uh, in the telling of this tale. So Beyond Meat suspended its chief operating officer after he was arrested this weekend. For eating meat. You're absolutely right. But wait, there's more because this is crazy, stupid idiots. It's not like he just ate a burger. Uh, they they arrested the vegan food purveyor. I wouldn't say it's vegan. It's probably vegan. Actually, I don't know if Beyond I feel like is it vegan. is. But anyway, the, I, I don't know that they're selling themselves as vegans. But anyway, th- they arrested Beyond Meat COO Doug Ramsey on charges of <sighs> terroristic threatening and third degree battery on Saturday night outside of a Arkansas football game. You now, remember, ate, he ate a hot dog or something? He ate a hot dog with him? Think about it. Terroristic threatening, third degree battery. He ate meat. Think about it. I, now, you assumed it was a animal a, meat. He ate somebody? Basically, Ooh. he apparently got angry following the foot ball game punched through a back windshield of a Subaru. Oh my gosh, and he Mike Tyson to someone? That oh. hit the tire of his Bronco. The driver told police that uh, Mr. Ramsey pulled him in close, started punching his body, and bit him, ripping the flesh on the tip of his nose. No. He ate the nose of a human! Ah! Which no. removed him from his three-decade career Oof. at G- uh, Beyond Meat, which actually, uh, or excuse, excuse me, it wasn't a three-decade career because Beyond Meat hasn't been around. I was going to say, I he, had no idea they were he, like cooking up that fake meat for that he long. He had joined Beyond Meat last December after he left three decades at, oh God, you're going to love this, Oh no, Tyson Foods. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That guy's not tricking. It turns out. Tasted like it. No. Um, yeah, so he bit a guy's nose. The uh-uh. Beyond Meat guy ate a guy's nose. Also, he didn't that, eat his nose. He just bit it. Well, but oh, that's... Oh, yeah, thank you but for the clarification. Taste of human blood. Well, also, who bites noses? Well, like, dudes who not, get angry about football games. Uh, I don't games. understand. The Penguin and Batman Returns. Oof. Mm-hmm. This took place, by the way, and I, I guess it wasn't about the football game per se, uh-huh. but... It happened in the parking lot, you know, after the game, and some guy must have like rear-ended him by accident or something. Oh man, let it go! Yeah, Exchange man. insurance. It's not worth it, dude. Uh-uh. He looks not like a guy. It. For the record, he looks like a nose biter. Nose. Yeah, let's see. You know that kind of guy. Oh, I bet he is a real. Okay, I haven't looked at the picture yet, but can I give yeah. you an yeah. idea? Like, I bet he has a gigantically thick neck. Yep. Does he? Yep. Okay, because I feel like, and I know no offense to our thick-necked listeners, oh but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when you say to me somebody got in a fight yeah. and bit somebody else's nose, yeah. they're Take not puny. Okay, hold yeah. on, I'm gonna click on yeah, this. Yeah, his jaws as wide as his neck. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that he does look like a nose biter. Top of his head as wide as his neck. Yeah, just yep. like just like an eraser. Yep. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> we have a game to play. That game is called The Throwback. Live! We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here for my friends at Snyder Team with EXP Realty. Now, you heard about a very odd situation that uh, one homeowner is dealing with. Well, 
I bet you that Jennifer and her team at Snyder with EXP Realty could help. Maybe not removing another person from the home. But take, for example, Joe and Stacy. They lived in their Woodbury home for 24 years, were ready to downsize. But they didn't want to have to move twice in case their home sold too fast. So they were stuck. And luckily, they had a friend, Connie, who had a similar situation. She had Jennifer Snyder from the Snyder team out. And she was able to help her. So... Connie told her friends, hey, call Jennifer. They did, and she took the initiative to uh, put a plan in place for them, was able to list their home, acquire a buyer that would allow them to stay in their home uh, until they found their perfect downsized home. That's just one of the many uh, very satisfied customers that Snyder Team has helped over the last 25 years. Uh, Head to the Snyder Team with EXP Realty today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.